1: As the old saying goes, it is indeed tough at the top, and the pressures that come with being a champion in any pro wrestling company, as well as trying to ensure that your time at the top isn't short-lived, can often result in some rather interesting character developments. Not least because only once they have won a championship will we find out just exactly what lengths the wrestler will go to in order to hold onto it. I'm Adam Nicholas. This is What Culture Wrestling, and these are ten wrestlers who turned during championship reigns. Number 10, Bailey, 2019. It was deemed unthinkable for years, but Bailey's 2019 heel turn at long last helped Vince McMahon understand how so many people had forged a connection with arguably the very best of NXT's legendary Four Horsewomen. A good, not great run as SmackDown Women's Champion had trundled along for several months ahead of this betrayal of Raw's title holder Betty Lynch, but fans gave the hugger the loudest response. As a self-appointed role model, rather than the actual one she'd tried to be for several years, the switch initially registered as something she was trying to know until a Smackdown women's title loss to Charlotte Flair at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view triggered something even darker than the initial assault on Lynch. A relaunched look and style shocked fans looking on during the October 12th edition of Smackdown, but that was nothing compared to the slaughtering of the Bailey Buddies that greeted her entrance. It worked as a strategy for the night too. She'd reclaim her lost strap at the first attempt with a revenge victory over Charlotte Flair. Number 9, CM Punk 2009. CM Punk was a man forever altered by his surroundings when he cashed in his Money in the Bank briefcase for the second time. Wronged, and horribly so, by the way his first championship reign was cruelly terminated one year prior, the straight ed superstar wasn't about to be quite as nicey-nice this time around. Nor was he prepared to feel any guilt about Jeff Hardy being the victim of his latest briefcase-based triumph. The Extreme Rules title change had seen the charismatic enigma endure a brutal war with Edge before falling to the once virtuous Punk. But the ruthlessness and wry smile on Punk as he toasted his relatively easy win that night foreshadowed the darkness that would follow. Punk felt absolutely no remorse for his actions. The opposite, in fact. He'd reclaimed something he'd been robbed of, and he'd done it at the expense of a man that had vices his lifestyle simply didn't abide by. Number eight, the Young Bucks 2021. The Young Bucks heel run as AEW Tag Team Champions will fondly be remembered as one of the great in-ring runs in wrestling history, but the actual turn took place in one of the most exhausting matches in the company's short and illustrious one. A heel-turn Kenny Omega was digging ever deeper into his megalomaniacal side, alongside Don Callis and the Good Brothers, in order to try and permanently see off former champion John Moxley, and the Bucks had aimed to stay on the righteous side of the divide alongside Moxley until they made the realistic choice to side with their elite brother and former Bullet club comrades. Fortunately, if making the choice was excruciating, the consequences were immediately spectacular. Both Matt and Nick immediately leaned into being as insufferable as humanly possible in matches and promos, extending out to how they dressed and interacted with other members of the roster. A title reign that looked a little indifferent as a result of their flapping suddenly grew to epic proportions, thanks to the thirst for them to lose and lose badly. When they eventually did, it informed one of AEW's most dramatic contests. Number 7. Macho Man Randy Savage nineteen eighty-nine. The most inspired and subsequently most profitable of all the turns on this list, WWE Champion Randy Savage's eventual heel turn on Hulk Hogan began on the night he won the title with the Hulkster's help. It was during the celebrations at the climax of WrestleMania 4's WWE Championship tournament that Savage shot Hogan a glare for even looking towards Miss Elizabeth in a manner that he wasn't best pleased with. He squashed it down to return to living his dream, but not far enough that it wouldn't violently bubble under in his year as champion. Teased further on every major pay-per-view that followed, Savage's psychopathic jealousy was performed with perfection because it allegedly wasn't far from the truth. Channeling that into a mesmerising turn on Hogan on the last Saturday Night Main Event before WrestleMania 5, the exploding mega-powers set the stage for one of the biggest paydays and hardest end in company history. Number 6, Ronda Rousey, 2018 It took until December 2018's Tables, Ladders and Chairs pay-per-view to formalise a turn that, let's be honest, had actually taken place one month prior, but when Ronda Rousey intervened in a match to cost Becky Lynch her beloved SmackDown Women's Championship, there was absolutely no doubt what the immediate future looked like for the baddest woman on the planet. She'd quietly seethed with the WWE Universe after they booed her out of the building following a Survivor Series beating at the hands of Charlotte Flair and her good friend Ken. That Flair herself was subbing for an injured Lynch only made Rousey's decision to push both of them from a ladder during a title triple with Asuka that much sweeter. Though there'd be a Royal Rumble and a number of irritating twists simply for the sake of it along the way, the road to WrestleMania 35 was as good as mapped out the minute the villainous Ronda left the scene of her TLC crime. Number five, Stone Cold Steve Austin, 2001. And now for the first of a triple threat of rattlesnake rumblings. Vince McMahon was up against it when he looked into the eyes of his former enemy turned best friend and begged for the old Stone Cold just weeks before his WWE squad went to war with the WCW and ECW at the one and only Invasion pay-per-view, leading to a go-home roar angle but still fondly remembered over 20 years later after it blew the roof off the building and several million homes at the time. Austin's one-night babyface turn was absolutely electrifying. Powered as it was was. was by a fan base that hadn't really wanted to boo him since his WrestleMania 17 heel turn. This was extremely telling for all the wrong reasons, of course, not least because of what was to follow in the angle. The chairman had seemingly gotten everything he needed from his champion at exactly the right time. But his overconfidence Proof catastrophic. Number 4, Stone Cold Steve Austin, 2001. The second of our twisting and turning threesome, it looked as though the WCW ECW Alliance had all the cards when they convinced WWE Champion Stone Cold Steve Austin to turn on his teammates at the climax to a thrilling invasion pay per view. In reality, this was one of several early desperate acts that foreshadowed the collapse of the biggest promotional free hit in professional wrestling history. As noted, Austin's brilliant return just days earlier had gone down so well that the whole chaotic scene served more as a rejection of the heel gimmick that had been persisted with since Wrestlemania. The same heel gimmick he suddenly brought back in fairly nonsensical fashion for the sake of an unexpected twist to end the show. Austin had zero love for WCW and had only used his ECW status as a platform for the run he was still going on in WWE. Added to that, he'd kicked the living shit out of those alliance goobas to sell his commitment to the WWE cause. And not a single one of them was booked to ask for receipts during all those segments where they kissed his ass in the months that followed. Number three, Stone Cold Steve Austin, 2001. And last and very much least, we arrive at WWE finally hitting a reset button, but getting around to it too little too late. The conversation about Stone Cold Steve Austin's 2001 typically pivots around two key and equally relative points. First off, his WrestleMania 17 heel turn signified the end of the boom, and with it, the unimpeachable drawing power he'd once held. And second, he was actually pretty f***ing great at that role, and the highlights were a nice change of pace from the miserable babyface he'd returned as back in the glorious year 2000. Why both matter is fundamentally why this, the third turn for Austin as WWE Champion and fourth of the calendar year, was the absolute worst of the lot. Though both his heel turns were accepted as financial failures, they were noble ones. Stone Cold was a comedic blast, and the more he experimented, the better his bizarre segments got. WCW were defeated at Survivor Series, but Austin as WWE Champion had to turn face in line with how the winners were portrayed. This return to the old Stone Cold couldn't have felt more different to the last it resonated as an open admission of failure, and a future that didn't look half as bright as an increasingly distant past. Number 2. Kurt Angle 2002. When Paul Heyman screwed Brock Lesnar out of the WWE Championship at Survivor Series 2002, he did so in order to facilitate a face turn for the next big thing. In kayfabe, he thought that sidling up to the Big Show was somehow a safer bet. The logic of that call fell off from the beginning. And that's perhaps why it was later revealed to be part of a grander plan that involved Kurt Angle. The reveal of Angle and Heyman's own unit was part of a further plot to manipulate Lesnar, but it did render show's involvement in the prior month largely redundant. WWE had Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar as a WrestleMania destination that December, but after Angle won the belt as a babyface, he revealed that he brought Heyman in to ensure he'd make it back to the top. They were then unified along with the Big Show, who pretty much just accepted it, Much like the rest of us, because the dynamics were simply too fantastic. And number one, with a goddamn bullet, CM Punk 2012. CM Punk was never afforded the respect he genuinely deserved when he arrived amongst WWE's upper echelon in 2011. But in the absence of a Vince McMahon to target as his real oppressor, there were few stars more perfectly pitched for absorbing his disdain than The Rock. The voice of the voiceless had wrestled bangers with Daniel Bryan, tried his best with Chris Jericho and briefly elevated Dolph Ziggler before WWE got bored of him again too over an enjoyable nine months with the title but only standing opposite John Cena once again got him within spitting distance of the main event and quite literally so too The excellent Raw 1000's headliner was a title clash promoted by the champ notably cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase shot with one week's notice It all broke down when Big Show ran in to assault John Cena but a save from The Rock resulted in an embittered CM Punk Taking out his frustrations on the great one He'd link arms with Paul Heyman the weeks that followed Kicking off the second chapter of a 434 day title run That rather fittingly ended with a defeat Against the People's Champion Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting Essentials you'll want for your next getaway Like European Linen